everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. Hopefully you had a great Christmas. We are wrapping up 2021. It's been a year. We'll say that much. It's been a year. We're wrapping up 2021. 2022 is just around the corner. So hopefully if you're listening to this before New Year's, uh, you've got some fantastic plans. If you're listening to it after New Year's, Happy New Year's. But uh, hopefully the holidays have treated you well. I know uh, it's a little little depressing right now with the uh, the coveting, the numbers going up, and it's uh, it, it kind of sucks, plain and simple. But uh, you know we keep doing what we're doing, and hopefully we'll get out of it sooner or later. So this week, though, I've got another another fantastic guest. I've been very fortunate the past few weeks to be joined by some incredibly talented people, some fantastic uh, fantastic guests on the show. Uh, this week. I am joined by none other than Sweet Bobby Shink. You've seen him on PCW, WPW, CWE. He's been all over Winnipeg. He's made quite a name for himself. So he joins me this week. Fair warning, though, this was recorded before the upcoming PCW show got postponed. So we we did talk about it because we were both very hyped up for the show. So we we did talk about that for a bit. But fair warning that uh, it was recorded before then. So there will be talk about a upcoming show, which is now a postponed show. So now without further ado, let's just jump right into it on the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, Sweet Bobby Shink. Now in Winnipeg, there are three things that are an absolute given. The winters are cold, the summers are hot, and when regulate by warren g hits the crowd goes nuts because the crowd just fucking loves bobby shank <laughs> you know it's true bobby hey you know in some venues <laughs> specifically at uh, doubles fun club there but the, you uh, haven't got a chance to go to in a long long time <laughs> now it's just too bad well things are things with PCW will be kicking back right away and we'll we'll get into that a little bit later but yep. let's talk about uh young Bobby Shank and his introduction to wrestling. Ooh. Young Bobby. Uh so I think I first like found out about wrestling through the video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Mercy for the N64 was the first one I played before I even watched any wrestling at all. I was playing the uh, the video game there. Mm-hmm. that's how i got kind of introduced to it hell of a game that one oh, it's still, <laughs> still the best up. ever for my life <laughs> i was just gonna say it still holds up yeah yeah um so that's kind of how i found out about it uh mm-hmm. didn't really see it on tv because we only had the farmer vision you know six <laughs> channels you know mm-hmm. till i was about like 12 until we got the, the satellite which uh is then when i kind of discovered it I think it was like 2003, 2004-ish okay. kind of evolution era, raw SmackDown mm-hmm. um, with, uh, you know, basic thugonomics, John Cena and <laughs> Jericho and Cena or uh, uh, Benoit mm-hmm. <laughs> too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that kind of era is when I kind of started watching casually. Mm-hmm. And then over the years, uh just kind of got more in, more in every year. Got more uh, addicted to it, and now here I am, a wrestler, and 
we'll never it? give it up. Who never. was it? who was it back then that really stood out to you? Um, uh, well, like I said, uh, Cena because at the time I was a big Eminem fan. Mm-hmm. So the rapper gimmick I thought was just the best. <laughs> just the raps and dissing guys, and it really was a combination of my two favorite things at the time. Mm-hmm. So Cena and of Jericho with the Winnipeg connection, of course. He was a uh, he was great, and then you know Benoit like the uh, ruthless toothless aggression kind of mm-hmm. just he was like a, a hockey player kind of guy just kicking ass hard nosed Canadian guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, like the first wrestler I ever bought a T-shirt was Chris Benoit. Really? <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> on the back it said. Struggle is optional. Pain is inevitable. <laughs> so kind of unfortunate that's been in the closet uh, for a long, long time. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Now, being a fan, at what point did you think that this is what I want to do? Uh, it's always something, you know, it was in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Of course, I used to... Uh, wrestle on the trampolines with friends Mm -hmm. do moves to each other trampoline championship wrestling (laughs) with my buddy matt medill in osborne manitoba (laughs) we filmed some matches with a few buddies and did commentary over them and they used to be on youtube but i can't find them anymore they're pretty much long gone the hidden too bad but uh yeah, so it was like always uh, it was in the back of my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. But it took a while for me to like take that step and really jump right into it. Mm-hmm. I think I started training and maybe I was like 23. Okay. It took a while to like get the confidence, you know, mm-hmm. like make that jump in and, and just go for it. No, oh, for sure. Yeah. So when you did get into training, I mean, who – who started you off on the right path? Well, I always had an idea that Lance Storm was the guy mm-hmm. that I was going to go to. Um, obviously, his connection with Jericho and the story there, you know, a guy from Winnipeg goes to Calgary to train, kind of set the template, you know, I was like, hey, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that seems to be the place to go. And like at the time in NXT, they had like a few guys he had trained, like Tyler Breeze was in NXT, mm-hmm. um, Emma, a few other people he had trained. Mm-hmm. So he had a big, uh, good reputation, had trained people that were, were making it. So figured, hey, this is the guy to do it and make that jump and go for three months to Calgary and, you know, train to be a wrestler. What was it you remember most from the training? Uh, just how uh, kind and patient Lance was. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, just took your time with everybody and couldn't ask for a nicer guy. And he was in there in the ring with us, you know, with everybody. Mm-hmm. He's the one in there showing you how to take the moves, do the moves which is really great. Really appreciated that. Um, it's the whole experience. Uh, 
training with people from France, Australia, the UK, the States, all over Canada, like people from all over the world came because of the reputation that Lance had. Um, So getting to be around all those people and we all love wrestling. So it was three months, three of the best months of my life. Uh, Still look back fondly on it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the best time. No, I think it can, it's almost understated the impact that Lance Storm has had on Canadian wrestling with the amount of people he's trained and really you almost know, and I know I've brought it up with others that you step into a, a room and you know that someone's trained by Lance Storm. You you already have that instant connection. You you know the kind of person that whoever yeah. it is is. Right. So uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sums it up, eh? Well, not uh, not if you ask everybody. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there, there might be the the outliers. There's some guys who are like thinking. Oh, this guy thinks he's hot shit because he's trained by Lance Storm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's probably true in a few cases, but (laughs) it all comes down to, you know, how you act and uh, how you treat people. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So if someone hasn't seen you wrestle in the ring, they're not familiar with Bobby Shank, who do you take inspiration from? Oh, well, it's quite a wide variety. Like, obviously, like the bigger guys, uh, you know, Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Big influence there. Big fan of what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, just draw from so many different uh, guys, you know. Jericho is obviously an influence. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, boy, you know. It's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's walk us through your first match. How you're feeling, who it was with. Just give us the lay of the land with that one. Yeah, so it was uh, Super Dad, Bubbles McFly. Mm-hmm. Great guy. <laughs> uh, it was like September 2016. Mm-hmm. A couple months off of training. Uh, I was at the Holy Cross Gymnasium for CWE. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was uh, very nervous, extremely nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, couldn't really eat anything the day of. Mm-hmm. Sick to my stomach. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, get there pretty nervous, meeting all the guys. Mm-hmm. Kind of intimidated. Mm-hmm. Didn't really want to talk to anybody, so I was <laughs> kind of sitting by myself. But luckily, I had. Uh, Jeremy Joseph, who's now Sweet Daddy Soul, and uh, Drag Neil. Mm-hmm. They kind of took me under their wing a little bit and helped me out and made me feel comfortable. And mm-hmm. so kudos to those guys. Um, but yeah, the first match, uh, Bubbles McFly. Um, I remember going out through the curtain. I was like, I wanted to do the Triple H water spit thing. <laughs> So I get out there, <laughs> go for the spit. I just, I guess I was so shocked. I started choking on the water <laughs> and like spit it out. <laughs> just comes out. It didn't come out like mist. It just came out like, blah. <laughs> <laughs> the spit of water. <laughs> Tore some uh, 
woman's sign up that said you suck or something <laughs> that she probably paid five or ten bucks for mm-hmm. <laughs> get in the ring you know i had my uh my parents there my brother there nephew was there mm-hmm. uh, some friends were there so it was a really big moment for me and the match was i thought went well enough you know mm-hmm. a couple shaky moments but didn't botch anything and uh got through it <laughs> Got the big win over Bubbles McFly. I think with a, a TKO. I think I caught him. He went for a crossbody. Yeah. Off the second I caught him and then put him on the shoulders and then hit the, the old TKO thing. Nicely done. But yeah, you know, and then after uh, I was happiest uh, day ever, maybe. I just remember the car ride home, just, you know, screaming and <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> just feel it on cloud nine. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Incredible. awesome. So, I mean, you've done singles wrestling, you've done tag team wrestling, and I know, I mean, you and Travis Cole have been sweet and tasty for quite a while. Yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit about you teaming with Travis. Yeah, so it's uh I think we started teaming mm, I want to say 2018. Okay. First time we actually teamed was in CWE mm-hmm. as heels. We just got thrown together. It's kind of like whatever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Had fun there. Uh, Travis was actually the first guy that I met kind of in the local scene. Okay. This is before I even started training. I went to uh, a rookie's show for CWE. And uh, I went with a couple of friends and he was there at the merch table and uh, I went up to chat with him, told him I was going to be training with Lance. And then he told me he had trained with Lance and uh, he was a really nice guy. Gave mm-hmm. me some advice. Um, yeah. So I met him. First guy I ever met was Travis Cole. Um, yeah. So then uh, in PCW, not quite sure how we got hooked up, but um Dick Blood had mentioned to me, oh, you and uh, Travis Cole should team up because he's tasty and you're uh, sweet, sweet mm-hmm. and tasty. But yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. So I guess one night we get thrown together somehow. I think it was like, I don't know. This was like after I was like the one-man tag team champion mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I guess I was like cycling through uh, partners, looking for a partner. Mm-hmm. And he came along and had a good time. Then we did like a promo after the match. Uh, and I just threw it out there. Hey, we're sweet and tasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the crowd right away is, is goes for it. You know, they start mm-hmm. chanting sweet and tasty, sweet and tasty. <laughs> so from then on, I guess we knew we, knew we uh, really had something there mm-hmm. and started teaming ever since and had a great connection with that PCW crowd, the devil's fun club. Mm-hmm really special place um i don't know what it is man we just got something something going together i can't figure it out well you've tagged with him you've also faced off with him as opponents do you feel that your connection as a tag team helps out in those singles matches oh yeah and even as friends Mm -hmm. yeah definitely (laughs) i really want to smack him around (laughs) 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 no uh i love getting in there with him 
as opponents we faced off uh, a couple months ago in morden mm-hmm. on the cwe show uh yeah i'd had like a 25 minute match smacking each other pretty hard <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing that- with your friends you want to lay it in a little bit <laughs> we were giving it to each other oh yeah i love wrestling them yeah you gotta have fun with it so why not oh yeah yeah and he'll I mean, forgive you if you hit him a little too hard <laughs> you're one of a few wrestlers in winnipeg who has wrestled for pcw cwe and wpw yep. yeah what is it like for you to be able to go into the different promotions in town and be able to, you know, not necessarily just be one person and to try different things and make the most of it? Yeah. I mean, that was a a really helpful thing for me Mm -hmm. because it's not like I'm like a, a traveling kind of wrestler should be. been to Alberta once and Saskatchewan a handful of times. Mm-hmm. So being able to wrestle as a face in PCW and then as a heel in CWE, it's like the best of both worlds, mm-hmm. maybe a little confusing for the fans, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a big help to me. You know, you mm-hmm. get to little of each and uh, improve and yeah. Uh, and WPW, I think, uh, was a face as well. And that was where I started doing the syrup gimmick. Yeah. I wanted to bring something different, different promotions. I was like, hey, what the, I like syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I just bring it out and chug it and, uh, you know, get some power from it? <laughs> hey, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> and then eventually brought that over to, to pcw too it's like uh when you go to mexico and you got people like the bartenders walking around giving shots of tequila straight from the bottle you're doing that but with syrup hey so man the people love it <laughs> do. do you do you have a preference do you enjoy being a heel more do you like being a face oh i mean they're both a lot of fun mm-hmm. obviously being a face when you're getting cheered they- yeah that's great it's a great feeling Mm -hmm. to be loved by the people (laughs) but i mean if you're not that could be terrible (laughs) but as a heel i mean yeah a lot more freedom Mm -hmm. uh you can do whatever you want really and the thing i enjoy about that is you can make an ass of yourself Mm -hmm. you can look stupid which is you know i'm a fan of the comedy wrestling yeah getting a laugh from people really enjoy that which you're able to do as a heel mm-hmm. you know sack yourself on the top rope or take a funny bump you know so it elicits a little bit more of a reaction and you can get on the fans too mm-hmm. and yap at them mm-hmm. and stick your butt in their face and <laughs> slap it <laughs> yeah like uh you can go up north for Tony Candelo and I'm like pretty much always a heel for him up there. Mm-hmm. But all the kids up there are like wild. So mm-hmm. you get on them and they'll like throw empty Gatorade bottles at you and mm-hmm. <laughs> throw stuff at you and spit on you. <laughs> well, I love it. 
being a part of those Candelo tours going up north, and I mean, you wrestled most recently in November for Tony, correct? Oh, yeah. 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 Let's talk about what it's like working under someone like Tony, who's, you know, well known in Winnipeg as a wrestling oh, yeah. promoter in his career. The, the biggest character in, in wrestling that I know. <laughs> Just, oh, my God. This guy's got stories and he yeah. loves to tell them to you over and over. <laughs> like I've, heard the, I've heard the same stories like five times now. <laughs> I, I love it. He's a, a character, chain smoking kind of guy, always swearing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but just to be around him and based on his history with guys like Lance and Jericho. Um, yeah, it's invaluable. And going up North on the winter tours, those are always great a challenge. They're hard work, but uh, I love those. And the, the show we had back in November there, mm-hmm. it was at a place called XQ's. Mm-hmm. Um, this Italian kind of like restaurant bar type deal uh, with Italian owners. And obviously Tony is an Italian guy. Mm-hmm. He's got the connection there, <laughs> but uh, that was, a uh, that was my uh, favorite show of this year. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really have many a whole handful of matches this year, but that match I had against Sammy peppers there, that was a, that was my match of the year. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, we had, uh, they packed him in there pretty good. Might have had 150. Okay. 200, according to Tony, but, you know, <laughs> they like to juice the stats. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they were a fun crowd. Yeah. They were into it. Peppers and I were smacking each other pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I thought, which was, I thought it was a pretty good match. So, okay. Yeah. So I wanted to get into a few things. Well, I mean, first off, your feud, you're in Travis's feud with the London dynasty. Oh yeah. Because you guys had quite the rivalry going, you know, back in 2019 ish back and forth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love those guys. Um, you seem to really have a good chemistry with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to get in there with them because they're kind of smaller guys. I could lift them up pretty easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes both at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, these guys, they've been teaming together a long time, so they know a few tricks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's something about it just clicked. Our styles meshed well, and crowd uh, loved us, hated mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of a couple of little pricks. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those mat- tag team matches, I'd say, were probably some of our better matches for sure. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorites as well. No, those ones, they definitely stand out to me just for, you know, reaction from the crowd and just the way that you you guys all just meshed so well, the chemistry yeah. between the two teams. Yep. Credit to those guys. Really appreciate them helping us out. Meant a lot. Now, another in late 18 early 2019 you and alex vanna had a little back and forth going on oh sure did (laughs) (laughs) yeah it ended up like with a 
dog collar match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My God. No. Yeah, he's a he's another good guy. Yeah. Really enjoyed getting in there with. Also trained by Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy that was you know willing to take some punishment. Willing to take a good choke slam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, man, we got in there that dog collar match, and I definitely left some some bruising on him. Mm-hmm. Smacking each other around, man. Uh, yeah, we clicked. I thought fairly well. Mm-hmm. Do you feel added pressure when you've got a match like a dog collar match as almost your your blow off to everything? Do you, is the, do the nerves increase? How, how do you feel heading to something like that? Um, yeah, I'd say a little more, more nerves than usual. Mm-hmm. Obviously that was a match I had never been in before. So I had to do a lot of, a lot of homework, mm-hmm. study up on the uh, dog color matches of the past, get some ideas for it. Um, you're a little worried, but I trusted uh, Vanna, so I wasn't a uh, whole worried. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what we were doing in there, and I thought I came off decent, yeah, decent enough. Another one recently on the CWE, the uh, Rumble to Remember 2021. Oh. oh, yeah. You and Travis faced off with AJ Sanchez, Kevin O'Doyle. Yeah. How was that for you guys? A couple of big meaty men, eh? Mm-hmm. Big meaty men monsters. slapping his. Oh, it's a lot of meat to slap. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a tag team right there. I mean, mm-hmm. they've been teaming together three or four years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Obviously, AJ trained uh, O'Doyle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, really enjoyed getting in there with those guys. Um AJ in particular, just, uh, you know, his experience, what he's done here in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. I mean, for my money, I think he's like the all around best performer when it comes to in the ring, mic work, uh, look, charisma. Says the, he's got it. He's got mm-hmm. it, man. And O'Doyle too. Uh, hey. <laughs> I love getting thrown around by a big guy like that, <laughs> making him look good. But yeah, there's a that tag match we had a, it was a pretty pretty fun match. Yeah, Owen Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really enjoyed getting in there with him, mm-hmm. getting beat up, making a comeback on him, jumping on him, diving over the ropes on him. A couple of big targets. So. Uh, <laughs> I really like that, you know, <laughs> but hey, we're not done with these guys. Oh, look at that. Call it about done. Nope. AJ, Kevin. The... We're not stopping until we win those CWE tag team titles. No, no, no. I love it. We're coming for all the tag gold in Manitoba. Let's go. <laughs> see, now that I want to see, I want to see the uh, belt collectors, you and Travis. That's right. All, all the tag titles in Winnipeg. Hey. I think there's only two sets, right? So I think so. My, <laughs> yeah, someone, there. someone might need to make a third. So yeah. <laughs> you had mentioned, you know, doing the dive. One of my memories 
I will remember clear as day is at a PCW show, you did a, a, a jump over the top rope, almost like a somersault. And I guess your yeah. foot hit the, the lighting grid and you just saw the dust <laughs> pop off and like the crowd's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I think that was one of the, one of the first times I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember which one it was. Uh, maybe it might've been on the show with Omega was on. There was a bigger crowd there packed crowd mm-hmm. i remember omega making this speech in the locker room it's like <laughs> this is not the show to be uh trying stuff you've never done before <laughs> <laughs> i had never done a flip dive <laughs> so yeah i'm going for it <laughs> turned out great <laughs> but yeah like uh yeah my foot smashed the light mm-hmm. broke it luckily uh andrew the promoter was pretty cool about it <laughs> didn't get uh, taken out of my pay or anything <laughs> oh, that's good that's good so yeah i mean i remember that the crowd loved that you know mm-hmm. i guess maybe they weren't expecting a big guy like me to jump over the ropes like that but mm-hmm. that was probably one of the better pops i've ever gotten mm-hmm. that's uh right there i mean for crowd reaction now you're from oak bluff correct yeah when PCW does those Oak Bluff shows that happen every once in a while, that must yeah. be that must be quite the thrill. Oh my god, yeah. One of the biggest thrills of my life, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've done two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, first one was uh, 2017 or 18. I got the poster in here somewhere. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the first one, unfortunately it was on the same night as like a winnipeg jets playoff game oh, okay <laughs> so we uh we kind of did like a gimmick where we put uh a projector up and played the game before the show mm-hmm. you know try to entice people to to come on down mm-hmm. uh so i was like yeah maybe this kind of hurt the attendance and then the second show we end up going head to head with the NBA Finals, Toronto Raptors, Golden State Warriors, Game Six, which is the game that they won the title. Mm-hmm. It's like can't catch a goddamn break here, <laughs> <laughs> but we still got you know I think like a hundred people in there almost, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, yeah, just wrestling in front of like my family, friends, hometown people that grew up around mm-hmm. uh, really thankful that they came out and supported me. And that's something that I never really never even uh, thought of getting into wrestling was like wrestling in my hometown, mm-hmm. but uh, it, you know, came up with PCW and they were able to put something together with uh, the local rec center. And it was like a kind of a part fundraiser for the rec center. Mm-hmm. So to be able to uh, wrestle there and, you know, raise a few hundred bucks for the, the local rec center rink there was just a really cool thing to do. Oh, for sure. And uh, the second show, we were able to have my neighbor, who is uh, Olympic triathlete Tyler Mislachuk, legitimately my next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. He was able to come on to the show and we uh, had him on. It was like a special ringside enforcer 
when the ref got taken out and uh, he got to put on the ref shirt and make the one, two, three for us. Perfect. Tag match. Um, yeah. So that was a really cool moment having like legit Olympian, mm-hmm. one of the best triathletes in the world on the show. That was, that was cool. And the whole family there and it was great crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Really love those matches. Now in your career so far, do you have any that stand out to you? They might not necessarily be the best, but just favorites of yours. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what the best is. Nothing pops out really, mm-hmm. but uh, favorites. Yeah. The Oak Bluff ones for sure. The first one was uh, against Alex Vanna. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a no DQ kind of thing. Uh, I really enjoyed that. It was for the NXW title, mm-hmm. which is uh, Jay Walker's promotion. So I'm still the champion. Uh, <laughs> I think I've been champion for like a thousand days, at least. One of the longest reigning. Hey, man. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, yeah, it's been a while since they've done an NXW show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that match, really special. Like I did a Top row, or no, uh, off the top of a ladder, I did like a leg drop on Devana for the win. It was like mm-hmm. busted my ass because this ring we had was like pretty damn stiff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming off the top of the ladder just broke my goddamn tailbone. <laughs> um, so that was a special match. Uh, the second Oak Bluff match, which was a tag match, uh, me and Travis against um atm and uh robbie royce Mm -hmm. that was another fun one brawled all over the uh yeah rec center there that was fun um and of course can't forget uh six-man tag at pcw myself travis don Callis against kenny and uh his buddies there Mm -hmm. uh my God. Incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the incredible crowd reaction just to be able to get in there, you know, mm-hmm. face to face with one of the top wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. Crowds just going nuts. I get the tag in They're chanting Bobby. I'm in the, in the ring with Kenny Omega. Like what? <laughs> chanting for me. <laughs> of course. So, you know, that was very special. Mm-hmm. Um, giving Omega a nice big boot. You know, he was sure to get both hands up. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't trust me either. <laughs> no, but the, the special thing about that was that match he came to do for us for PCW, the match he had before was against Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. And the match after was against Jericho in AEW, the first AEW show. Mm-hmm. So in between those two just huge, huge matches, he comes, you know, to the Doubles Fun Club in Winnipeg to give back to local schmucks like myself and Travis, <laughs> giving us a big crowd to work in front of. Mm-hmm. Um, man. Yeah. Never forgot that one for sure. For sure. Awesome. Um, PCW is back in action. New Year's Day Woo. at the Park Theater. That's going to be go. a great feeling. 
Oh my God. It has been almost two years since we've had a Winnipeg PCW show. Mm-hmm. I think the last one was February or March, 2020 mm-hmm. was the last one. Uh, man, really miss it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really miss, you know, people chanting <laughs> being tasty. You know, that's really good for my ego. So <laughs> I need that again. Uh, but at the Park Theater, January 1st. Mm-hmm. My God. New venue. Uh, really can't wait for this one. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure who we're facing, but we'll be defending the tag titles against anybody that wants a taste. Anybody. Um, and really excited to wrestle in a venue with a tall roof, you know? Mm-hmm. I can stand on the top rope and knock in my head, <laughs> which I've done at many, many places mm-hmm. all over, you know, goddamn rookies sports bar and doubles fun club, Low ceilings. barely jump without hitting my head. <laughs> so the, it'll be interesting. Um, so the park theater just got uh, renovated, right? Mm-hmm. So. I went there a few years ago to see Mick Foley uh, do like a speaking show with my yep. dad. That was, uh, I think, the only time I've been there. But uh, yeah, it's like the, the, I'm not sure if it's, I guess it's still a theater set up with all the seats on one kind of side, right? So have you been in there since they've redone it? Yeah, I was there for a concert and the uh, the seats were all gone on the main area so i don't know how that's going to work out but i know i'm excited to see the setup and just what pcw is going to bring yeah i'm really curious about that if the whole crowd would be like on one side of the ring Mm -hmm. which would be very interesting to just play to one one side you know like the hard cam kind of thing yeah um which i think i've only done we did a show outside in morden a couple months ago okay where we were outside on an elevated stage kind of, and they, the fans were all on one side. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a little bit, bit of a challenge for that. Um, and I mean, I'm sure there's, <laughs> of course, there's been other shows I've been on where there's not many people in the crowd at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the setup is. Mm-hmm how big of a crowd we can get here, uh, who we're facing. I was ready, man. Ready to I, come back. PCW. I, I'm expecting a full house with PCW back in action. Woo. I sure hope so. Bobby, got a few people coming. It's got the family coming. Sometimes that's we'll all you can ask there. for. Yeah. Yeah. 2022, the new year's right around the corner. Let's hear a Bobby Shink prediction. A prediction oh, yeah let's hear it <laughs> call your shot buddy sweet and tasty will become cwe tag team champions i love it there's one <laughs> uh bobby shink will drink syrup <laughs> <laughs> bit of an easy one <laughs> bobby have- shink will slap his ass <laughs> Do you have any, you know, certain places you want to go to wrestle? Any any promotions that you're hoping to get to? Um, well, 
I like to go down to Mexico. Yeah. Um, so Sweet Daddy Soul, if you're familiar, the former Jeremy Joseph here in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gone down to Mexico and he's brought a few guys down there with him. Uh, Giant Orion, KB6, Loblay, mm-hmm. a few guys from Alberta. Um, that's something I've been thinking about for a long time because uh, I've got this uh, Mexicana novia, Mexican girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> that I've been seeing for like three years. And uh, so I've been learning Spanish kind of. I started learning it to, you know, like impress her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I also figured, hey, maybe this could be useful in a wrestling sense. Go to Mexico. Tall, friggin' gringo guy, curly-haired bastard uh, <laughs> that can it, speak Spanish. They wouldn't be expecting Maybe. it. Mm-hmm. Offer something a little different to the the Mexican scene. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that's something that I I'm going to do. I'll say it right here. I'm going to Mexico. That is the prediction I wanted to hear. That's going to be the Bobby Shink prediction. There it is, because uh, I've seen you know. Like just uh, kind of following that Omega path, maybe in a different way. Cause like he went to Japan, he learned the language, learned the culture, mm-hmm. made a name for himself there. Um, that's how he did it. So if you can follow, kind of follow that template by going to Mexico, I already know the language, not, not great. Un poquito, un poquito. Uh, so I'm going to keep practicing up, head down there, and uh, you can see what happens. Because the fact is, if you stay in Winnipeg, you're never going to make it anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. You got to branch yourself out. Definitely. Take a chance on yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's something that uh, I'm going to do. I love it. Bobby, where can everybody find you online? Here's a chance to plug all your socials and all that fun stuff. Okay, so I'm on Instagram at Bobby Shink, mm-hmm. I believe. <laughs> I'm also on Facebook. If you want to add me as a friend, <laughs> you can do that too. Um, no Twitter, no TikTok, <laughs> none of that. I'm pretty bad at the the social media. Yeah. I got to try and uh, be more consistent with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you want to check that out, there's some pics. Perfect. Some videos. Check it out, people. <laughs> Bobby, thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Blair. Appreciate uh, appreciate you. It's nice to have a guy covering the local scene, giving local guys a chance to tell their story and get their name out there a little bit. So appreciate the work you're doing here too. Thank you so much to Bobby Shink for joining me on the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. I had a blast talking to him. He was a lot of fun to uh, a lot of fun to chat with. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Check him out on his social medias. Check him out on CWE Adrenaline, and hopefully at uh, a live show sometime in the near future. We'll, we all have our fingers crossed for that, and I honestly cannot wait till actually go see a live wrestling show again. So 
thank you to him. Thank you for checking out the podcast. I will say it every time. I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to join me and listen to me ramble about wrestling. So thank you so much for that. If it's your first time listening, you can check me out on Twitter at GrademakerPod. Shoot me a follow on there. Let's talk some wrestling. Let's just uh, let's just talk about the business that we all love. Email GrademakerPodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, you can address all of that there. If there's a guest you would like to see on an upcoming episode, let me know and I'll do my best to get them on. All of the uh, podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that stuff, if you could rate and review, I would greatly appreciate it. And up on Facebook, Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, uh, I usually just throw matches up there that I am you know, watching or just, uh, you know, doing something a little different with it but uh it's uh, a work in progress we'll say it's a constant work in progress but uh thank you again for checking out the podcast i had a lot of fun hopefully you enjoyed it until next time we'll talk soon